Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. the Art of Decluttering podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Kirsty Ferugia from Feels Like Home Professional Organisers. And I'm Amy Ravel from Simply Organised. We can't wait to share with you all our tips and tricks to help you declutter and keep your home and family organised. If you'd like to engage with the podcast further, you can find us at The Art of Decluttering on Facebook. Let's get started. And that's the episode 54 of The Art of Decluttering. Today we'll be talking about decluttering and organising your pet paraphernalia. And your pet. And we have a special guest with us today. Welcome, Pebbles. Welcome. <laughs> it is so good that we could find a pet to come into the studio with us. We'll put some photos on our Facebook page of the gorgeous Pebbles. And Pebbles is going to be in the studio with us today recording... And giving us just some feedback as we go. Yep, Pebbles, do you love the art of decluttering? Pebbles, do you think decluttering is like the bomb? Pebbles, do you think we're hysterical? Pebbles, do you want to hear an episode about decluttering your pet paraphernalia? I was going to say, Pebbles, maybe decluttering your pets, but I don't want you to think that you're going anywhere. No, you are way too beloved to go anywhere, Pebbles. Our listener request this week is Megan Gascoigne again. Wow, Megan, thank you so much. But I think this is the second episode this year we've had from you, Megan, so thank you. And we have done an iTunes review from her, a Facebook review oh, as well. you're a she super fan. She is a super fan. We love her. Pebbles loves her too. Don't you, Pebbles? <laughs> All right, so, Kirsty, tell me about your pet life from when you were little I mean, give me the abbreviated version if it's a long story. From when you were little to now, tell me what type of pets you've had. I think my mum and dad want to be pet people, used to want to be pet people, or I don't know what how they felt. But we had a few pets growing up. 
We're not so good at keeping pets in our home. Keeping them alive? Keeping them alive. Mm. We had my mum killed a budgie when she was pregnant with my sister because she forgot to feed it. (laughs) We had a cat get run over. Oh, it was devastating. I was in kindy, in prep. I was devastated. Like people came to our door and went, was this your cat? Yes, it was. Um, Then we had uh, a dog run away from us. Yeah. Yeah. We've had... Um, Summer and I have had goldfish, haven't been able to keep them alive either. So, like, it, we've got, like, black hands when it comes to Yeah, you really pets. did declutter your pets over the years. <laughs> <laughs> and Simon and I are both not very pet people. Mm. Um, I love horses. All right. But that's never going to be... Where did that come from? I've always loved horses. Okay. And then I... Like I used to go horse riding with my friends, yeah. and I've always, always loved horses. I've got a few friends with horses. I love horses, but it's never going to be my. I'm never going to live on acreage, and if I do, I will be getting a horse. But if until that time, we're a no pet family. Mm-hmm. The kids are desperate, desperate for a pet, but they're not old enough. We'll be the ones looking after them. Yeah. Like until, and Simon's really keen on not having. Um, you know, mess in our house. Yep. So there's n- yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So pets and ferruges don't. It's kind of like oil and water. Yeah, they don't mix very well. Yes. Yeah, so um, we're just not a pet family, and we're okay with that. How about you? When I was born, my parents had a cat, Priya, mm-hmm. um, but my sister, when she was born, was severely allergic to Priya, so we had to get rid of her. But when I was growing up in my family home, I had mice, I had chickens, Ooh. I had, I loved my chickens. Oh, my carry chickens. chickens. That, I had ooh, fish. for mice. Oh, I loved my mice too. Um, chickens, fish, we had a dog, my mum has birds. And only recently, so we bought my son goldfish for his birthday when he was about three. Um, he killed them. He I, Overfed he, them? Yep, but not with pet food. <laughs> over something them and then just recently we've been so excited to welcome two little rabbits into our family um their names are wombat and professor and they are the most delightful things so we've always been a non-pet family and we always said my son's always wanted a dog we said no no no, we're the non-pet family we just don't do it you know we have enough trouble keeping children alive we shouldn't be trusted with pets but then we got rabbits and cal and i are besotted with these things they are so cute they are just gentle and lovely and low maintenance and low mess and house trained. Oh, they're just delightful. So how do we declutter things around pets and without decluttering the pets? Yeah, let's keep the pets. But I find that look, even with rabbits, there's so much stuff that comes with owning a pet. You've got food, you've got water, you've got transport, you've got hutches and kennels, you've got blankets, you've got um, toys. There is just so much stuff that comes with having a pet. Yes. And what I find is that usually if you're a pet owner, somewhere in the laundry is a cupboard full of pet stuff that you don't use anymore. Yes. I have found that with clients' house. So leads that you don't use anymore, often collars that are too small. Like if you buy a puppy, you get a puppy-sized collar. (laughs) And then as your dog gets bigger, you get a bigger collar. But people just keep the little ones. And then they just keep stuff, keep beds and toys and 
You can get rid of that stuff. You can. Your puppy's, your dog is never going to shrink back down to a puppy size. No, that would be weird. Weird. If you have Benjamin an Button animal dog. that is, a, you took the words right out of my mouth. Really? If you have an I'm animal sorry. that is a Benjamin Button animal, we will pay for you to get a new collar. We're vibing <laughs> on the same. What do you think, Pebbles? Do you think any dogs can be Benjamin Button-like? <laughs> No, we didn't think so either, Pebbles. It's pretty weird. So one of the areas you can declutter of your pet stuff is when your pet has outgrown the thing that you bought. Yes. Or if you had a little dog and then your little dog passes away and you get a bigger dog, you don't need all the little dog stuff. Like you don't need a little bed. You need a big bed. Or vice versa. Or vice versa. (laughs) Now, I have seen lots of animal products bought in the hope that they'll get used. Oh, like what kind of things? Like beds. Oh, yes. Yeah. And yet Buy the dog, dog a kennel and it sleeps in your own bed? Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe instead of wishfully thinking that the dog, animal, cat, whatever, bunny rabbit, horse will grow to love what they don't already, maybe you could just resell them now. Just let yeah. them go now. Let it go. Let it go. They're probably never going to love sleeping on that bed And if we they sleep with you. We found that when we bought our rabbits, so the person that we bought the hutch from gave us all their rabbit paraphernalia to go with the rabbits. Only our rabbits don't like sleeping in the container that they gave us, so we did our own one. And then they gave us two drink bottles, but our rabbits like drinking from a little bowl. And one rabbit drinks from the bowl, one rabbit drinks from the drink bottle. So we've actually ended up, without even having purchased it ourselves, excess rabbit stuff. So I'm inspired myself to go home tonight and get rid of some of the stuff that we were given because we'd never had pets we didn't know. No. But now that we've had them for months, we kind of know their jam so we can get rid of some stuff. You're all over this rabbit business now that you've owned them for three months. I'm an absolute pro at all animals now. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. What do you think about that, Pebbles? Pebbles, you are gold. That was a bit naughty to say, Pebbles, but uh, we'll let you get away with it because hopefully there's not many other dogs listening to this podcast today. Imagine the dogs of Australia we, have made their choice. Yeah, you could have a podcast just like animals speaking to animals. Uh, we are so sorry if your dog is going crazy. If you're listening to this on your Sonos speakers or like any speaker in your home and your dog is going crazy because Pebbles is having fun with us in the studio, we are so sorry. Uh, Pebbles is – I'm not usually a dog person, but Pebbles is a black lab. And Pe- so the Pebbles owner is our sound engineer whose studio we're actually recording at. And Pebbles is very well trained, which is why we can get Pebbles to bark on demand. <laughs> With food incentive. Yes. Jared has trained him very, very well. Her, so much her very fun. well. Um, so bad at... Um... Genderizing animals? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. I have a question for our listeners. What's the go when you have a pet die? Do you keep, like, their collar or their something... Like, do you, do people do that? Do you keep a thing to remind you of your pet or do you just go, we had the pet, remember the pet, we have a funeral for the pet and we've got photos. Like, what do people do? Do you know? I've had clients who have kept some stuff. Okay. I've had clients who have kept loads of stuff. I would suggest that you 
in an ideal world, you would keep the photos of them. Yeah. And honor the photos, like have them in a frame somewhere honor around. Honor the memories. Or not have them in the frame, but know that you can go look at those photos yeah. when you want to reminisce about your lovely pet that has gone on to a different life. <laughs> pet heaven? Pet heaven, thank you. <laughs> is it pet heaven or is it just heaven? I don't know. I don't know. Do you really want to enter the theological debate no. about where pets go when they die? I'm all good not to Excellent. right now. I think it's probably better that we don't. Yeah. Um, if you want Pebbles, to keep where some... do you think that dogs go when they die? <laughs> ah, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, the ultimate answer from the mouths of babes themselves. There is your theological answer. Very concise too. Well done, Pebbles. <laughs> We're having a lot of fun this episode with Pebbles. Thank you, Pebbles. <laughs> um, I think that, like anything, you should give honour to things. So don't keep everything of something and find a way to honour that. Mm. Lost pet, deceased pet, pet that's in heaven. What do you think? Uh, if Honestly, I would just get rid of all of it. Yes. I would suggest that you declutter all of it. You're not going to forget your pet. You know, that's why when you have like a secret question to ask at the bank, they go to you, what's your first pet's name? Yes. That's the stuff you remember. Jessica. Oh, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) So. Really? Yeah. You named your own pet? No. This is the funniest story. (laughs) Tell us, When Cal and I first met, he goes to me, oh, my first ever pet's name was Amy. He had a goldfish called Amy. Isn't that cool? It's prophetic. Yeah. So, no, it's not my first pet's name, but then I'd be telling everybody what my answer to my secret question is. Oh, no. Oh, but and that wasn't... my husband's <laughs> first ever pet's name was Amy. How weird. I'll never forget that. But that's why they ask you those questions. Yes, because you you're love not your pet. You're going to remember it. Yep. I was yep. So, I would say declutter all the stuff that goes with them. Even if you're planning on getting another pet in a couple of years, that may not actually justify keeping all the stuff... There may there may be a time and a space for you to put it all in a container and, and put it aside, and other times it might be when you get a new animal, you actually get what that animal needs. It might be a different breed. It might be different personality. You just don't know. Exactly. More from us in just a few minutes. Don't forget to visit our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au and sign up for our bonus episode that's not so secret anymore. We've done episodes on linen cupboards, toys, wardrobes, pantries, jewellery and so many more. So if you're new to the art of decluttering, you'll find loads of great tips like this one from the episode we did on entryways. We keep hooks right next to our door for our keys. Mm. So that coming and going, we put our keys straight away. So if you haven't got somewhere to store your car key, you can go as simple as what Kirsty was saying, and that's just putting a basket somewhere near the door or on top of something that you know where it is, and just make sure they always go in there. And for us, that's just hanging them up near the door. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. 
That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And now back to the podcast for so many more tips and tricks. So it can be really tempting to buy food in bulk, hey? Yes. Is it tempting? Are you guys tempted to buy well, rabbit food in bulk? What do rabbits even... eat? Rabbits eat hay mostly okay. and a little bit of fresh veggies. Like carrots? Carrots, celery. Is that why like Peter Rabbit? And Possibly. That's also do they why... like radishes? That's also why he wears a little jumper. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that you should get all your information about rabbits from the, the wide world of Peter Rabbit. <laughs> What's wrong with Eden and Blyton? She was a lover of animals. Of she was. Animals. So does... I want, Do I buy in bulk? Do you buy radishes for your rabbits? No. Can you please so we can test Enid's oh, I theory? I will Google it rather than just buy radishes and feed it to my Fair rabbits. <laughs> I'm not prepared to take that risk for okay. you, Kirst. Oh. You're asking a bit much today. Oh, really? Three dollars <laughs> of radishes. Uh, I'm more worried about the rabbits dying than them not eating the radishes. They're like, like they can't eat iceberg lettuce. Rabbits are allergic to iceberg lettuce. Okay. So there are it. some vegetables that actually make your rabbits really sick, which is why I was hesitant, not because I don't want to spend money on radishes. Okay. Just cool. to clarify that. Right. Back to bulk food. Yes. Yeah, so um, we have some really, I think they're 50 liter plastic containers that we keep one with sawdust for their litter tray, one with hay, and then one with some special hay for them. And so, yes. Special hay? Yeah, it's called leucine leucine hay. So it's just like a treat for them. You don't feed it to them all the time. Um, And so we have those, and they're on rolling tubs that go underneath the hutch. Okay. So, yes, we buy it in bulk. Like, it's not just a week's worth. It's months' worth. But I think if you're doing that, it's really important to store it well because it will go off. Or what I have seen, and it's a bit gross, is you'll get mice or you'll get spiders. I thought you liked mice. Not to eat through my rabbit food. No. I don't like mice, full stop. In fact, I can handle spiders. I can handle snakes. Yeah. You put a mice in my house and I'm up on that table like lightning jack Oh, no. Okay. Yep. So let me clarify. Pet mice are okay. No. Ones that I've hand raised, but I'm not touching a wild mouse. No mice are okay. They're like cockroaches. Yeah. I don't mind cockroaches either. Don't mind them at all. I cannot handle cockroaches or mice. Oh, there you go. My two things that I absolutely, like, absolutely hate. That's good to know. So I'm never going to have a pet mice. Mouse. Mouse. I'm never going to have a pet cockroach. No, that's good because there's way too many people in the world with pet cockroaches. It's (laughs) probably time that you're not one of them. (laughs) So if you are buying pet food, it is important that you have it in containers that you can both access quickly because you don't want to spend a couple of minutes every night taking the lid off the stupid thing. Access it quickly but be able to seal it so it stays fresh and keeps out all kinds of creepy crawlies and grossnesses. Yeah. Now, we've been talking a lot the last couple of weeks about consumerism mm. and being a, con- a considerate, considerate consumerist. consumer. So I would like to challenge all you pet owners, because we do love you pet owners and we love you pets, just like Pebbles. Hi, Pebbles. <laughs> You're the best, Pebbles. 
<laughs> to not buy into consumerisms for your pets. Like, yeah. don't buy all the cool gadgets and toys. Just buy one of each type of thing. Or, or one. That's right. Thing. Like dogs, for instance. Yep. What was that thing that they were? we were just talking about? We were just talking about this, where they have to... Where you bite into the thing they, to yeah, get the toy. Yeah, they have to work for it. So it's a toy, it's play, it's fun, but they have to work at getting their food. It keeps them entertained for a long time. Yeah. Buy that. Go for it. That's good. Don't Probably don't need 10 of them. Yeah. And it, it can be tempting too when you get a new pet. Yes. Because you want to do the right thing. Yes. You want to love on your pet. So you want to buy everything, but actually just take take time. Yes. Get to know your pet. Yeah. Find out what they like. They might really like teddies. Mm. And you thought Pebbles they were Pebbles likes teddies. Oh, does Pebbles like teddies? Pebbles has a teddy. Oh, actually, do you know what? I can see from here. It's a little white teddy out on the deck. It's grey and white. Is it? Oh, I can't quite see that far sure then. it's grey. That's cool. So... Have a think. Get to know your pet before you lavish them with a ridiculous amount of consumerist products because your pet doesn't have to have those things. You might like to and go for it, but be mindful. Yes. Be mindful. And I think, I think pets are a lot like humans. They love interaction. Yeah, they love the... Unless they're a cat. The people side then of it. Then they don't love anything. Then... Apart from themselves. Oh, you're that's, probably right. That's a cat. That's, that's a well-known yeah. cat. I'm not a cat yes. person. I'm allergic to cats. Are you? Yes. I might just say that about me too, so I don't know. What do you do when clients have cats? I sneeze a lot. Oh, and I be... take lots of antihistamines. Yeah. I drug up. Yeah, that would be really difficult. But do you sneeze a lot at clients' houses? Yeah, all the time. Yeah. Do you I take antihistamines? Every day. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just part of our job. It is. We have to take antihistamines and we're around pets all the time. And we sneeze all the time because we're around dust. Yes, dust. People dust. feel bad because I'm sneezing all the time. They're like, oh. I feel so bad for you. I get every job. This is this our is job. our life. This is our job. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I'm okay with sneezing. Yeah. I just take tissues everywhere. Yeah, I just sneeze. <laughs> You're gross. <laughs> <laughs> so I've also had clients who have downsized from having property and land. Mm. And they've gone from having, say, horses to having a smaller property where they don't have horses. But they're really hesitant to get rid of their horse gear. I totally understand that. As a horsey? As a horsey. Yeah. You can smell the horse still. Really? Because horse hair is so strong and so pervasive. Really? That it gets in their bridle, it gets in their saddle, it gets in everything. So the the paraphernalia that comes with horses smell like I did horses. not know that. Next time you're at a client's house with horse stuff, smell it. You might start sneezing. You might be allergic to horses. It has got a distinct, definite smell. So should they keep it just because it smells like their um, horse? No, not necessarily. I'm not saying Tell that. Tell me about it. I'm just saying that it is different from cat and dog stuff because, because it's, it's a such a smell. strong smell. Mm. So I would say I think it's similar to what we were talking about before. If you have plans to get another horse... Then keep your saddle. Yeah. They're expensive, man. Yeah, and if you've got plans in the next 12 months of getting a pet that can use the stuff that your old pet uses, then it makes sense. That's like a, a fiscally responsible thing to do. Yes. But, but if, if there's no vision in the future... If there is no vision, then 
be thoughtful about what it do you actually need that saddle mm. do you actually need that bridle or can you give honor to it like you know can you you know use that bridle like as a decoration yeah. in your garage or in your house or in your shed or somewhere like give yeah. honor to it could you take a photo you know take a photo and write a story and put the bridle in a in a in a box, box frame box frame like what or can you take just a bit yeah. like and and take the bit and frame the bit like this well, you could pass it on to someone who is developing a passion for the animal that you have had you yes. know maybe there's a young child that you know would love a cat and so your cat's passed away and you give them the climbing frame or the scratching frame or yes. the whatever it is. And if it's horses, like think about donating it to riding for the disabled. Correct. Something, be creative in the way that you can dispose of things too. I like it. Mm. Another question you can ask yourself is how many spare blankets and towels you realistically need for your pet? Now we discovered this with rabbits. They actually need more spare towels than I thought. Because when you're taking them to the vet and different things and we had one rabbit get sick and we went through like three towels a day, did my head in and made me question whether I was really cut out to be a pet owner. But there are lots of people that keep multiples upon multiples upon multiples of blankets for when the dog goes in the car. Yes. Do you need that many? No, you could probably just buy a dog blanket that goes over your car seat. Is that what you have, Pebbles? <laughs> Yep, it is. <laughs> I also know because Jared told me that's what they use. You can't speak dog? Oh, I totally speak dog. So yes. you, you got that from Pebbles, not I got that from, from Jared. Yes, sorry. My apologies. Yeah. Speak again, Pebbles. <laughs> yes. You just want to say the, how much you love this podcast. <laughs> how crazy we are. How crazy we are. <laughs> So if you're looking to buy a pet in the near future, don't think about just buying the pet. You have to think about all of the paraphernalia that goes along with it mm. and where you're going to find space for that in your home. Yep. Because we, as we say every week, it feels like keep like with like and put things together and work out the flow of your home. Where are you going to feed the pet? Where is the pet going to sleep? Where are you going to wash the pet? Where are you going to... How can you best integrate the pet into your family exactly. and provide them with what they need? What we're not saying is deprive your pets. Or that, don't buy a pet. No, like hear us right. Buy your pet, do what you need to do, get what you need to get, but just be mindful of consumerism because, you know, it's it's rife in every sector of our life. Yes, and we want to help you... To declutter, but also maintain a decluttered home. So bringing their pet in will add clutter, and that's cool. Joyful clutter. Joyful clutter. <laughs> Just have a plan for it. Awesome. All right. I hope that has helped you all pet owners of the world. Thank you so much to our guest podcast, The Pebbles, today. <laughs> it has been so much fun, Kirsty, not just being in the studio with you, but having our guest as well. So we hope you have an amazing week. And enjoy the freedom. <laughs> you stole my line. <laughs> we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us. If you've learned something awesome today, do a friend a favour and share this episode so they too can learn the art of decluttering. 
You can find me, Amy, over at simplyorganised.net or on Facebook as Simply Organised PO. You can find me, Kirsty, over at feelslikehome.net.au or on Facebook as Feels Like Home PO. Don't forget, you can see the show notes in your podcast app or over at our website, theartofdecluttering.com.au. So if there's anything you want more info on, check it out there. If you love what you hear, we'd really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes. We hope you've enjoyed listening and that you've learned some tips to help you declutter and keep your home organised. If you'd like to join our supporter community, you can do so over at patreon.com forward slash decluttering. We hope you have a great rest of your day and enjoy the freedom. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm. 